the volume. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. There's a lot of reasons. It's America's number one sportsbook. Incredibly easy to use. Super safe. Totally secure. Super fast payouts in as quick as two hours. You're not going to get that anywhere. Also, same game parlay bets. Live betting. It's the best. Hey, if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. I did it in 15 seconds. Get started now. Sign up. Please use the promo code Colin so they know we sent you. Please use the promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up. Hi, everybody. Welcome to our Thanksgiving podcast. Chad Millman, Sharper Square from the Action Network in 10 minutes. But first, fake questions, real answers. You know the deal. I want to talk about stuff and don't want to wait for you to ask me. Dear Colin, has your view of Bill Belichick changed this season based on what he's pulled off? The only thing, and it's just another layer of his excellence, is that the smartest people I know, none of them are stubborn. I've never met a truly successful person that's stubborn. They know when to change, when to listen, when to talk, and when to consult others. Belichick did two things he'd never done before. Spent a fortune in free agency, $300 million, and he also handed over the draft weekend to his scouting department because after several years of skill player whiffs, he pivoted. And what did it get him? Well, in the first round, Mac Jones, a 71% completion percentage, 102 passer rating in his last five games. It got him Ramondre Stevenson, 77 yards rushing per game in his last three games, and it got him defensive tackle Christian Barmore from Alabama, 26 tackles, and becoming a real influencer, creating a pass rush on the inside of the D-line. Smart people, truly successful people, 
are never stubborn. Dear Colin, what's been the biggest disappointment for you in the NFL this year? Well, the one team I completely whiffed on was the Seattle Seahawks. I try never to be a homer, but they'd won 10, 11, and 12 games. I did not see them bottoming out this quickly, and Russell Wilson had never been hurt before. But one of the things that concerns me with the New York Jets, Robert Saul is a defensive coach, and the defense is getting progressively worse. What worries me about the Seahawks is Pete Carroll's a defensive coach, and the defense in the last four years is getting progressively worse. In a division with three offensive coaches, he's out-schemed and outdated. I think if I owned the Seahawks, I'd fire Pete Carroll. I'd keep Russell Wilson. I'd move Bobby Wagner. I'd probably move Jamal Adams. The Seahawks are in a free fall. It's been a house of cards for years. I had no idea it would blow over this quickly. Dear Colin, what do you make of James Franklin signing with Penn State for 10 years and Mel Tucker staying at Michigan State? Well, both were eyed by USC. The downside to Silicon Valley for anybody that lives Denver West is that real estate has exploded. Now, in many instances, that's great because if you own a home and it has skyrocketed, I just had the good fortune of selling a home in Park City, Utah. It went way over asking price. The downside in Los Angeles, though, for USC and UCLA, a head coach is going to make $7 million, right? A Chip Kelly or whoever USC hires. But what do you pay the assistants? Mel Tucker can offer a much greater quality of life to his assistants and coordinators in East Lansing. Similarly, James Franklin can in rural Pennsylvania. I think a lot of these coaches look at USC and the Silicon Valley explosion of housing prices in Los Angeles, and I'm not sure UCLA or USC can put together elite staffs. I mean, ask yourself. An offensive coordinator at USC or UCLA, let's just take the Trojans, maybe makes a million a year. You know, that qualifies for about a $3.5 million home. That is not a nice home in the kind of neighborhoods a top coordinator wants to live in. I know that sounds ridiculous. That's the reality of Los Angeles. So I think James Franklin, Mel Tucker, Luke Farrell, I think they look at USC and think, we can't put together an elite staff. I don't want my special teams coach living an hour away. Dear Colin, the Houston Rockets have gone from one of the winningest teams in the NBA to the worst. What lesson is to be learned? I was told this years ago by an NBA executive, it's not about having a superstar. It's about having the right superstar. Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. They played on both ends. Shaq and Kobe in their prime. LeBron in his prime. D. Wade in his prime. James Harden is a lot like Carmelo Anthony, offensively gifted, but mailed it in on the defensive side. I think that sends a really bad message to the rest of the locker room. When your greatest superstar, your greatest player is your best player, or at least your best offensive player and a top two or three defensive player, that is so good for messaging in a locker room when he's putting that kind of effort on the defensive end. Now, everybody knows as a player gets into his 10th, 12th, 15th year, he will no longer be quick enough, nimble enough, twitchy enough to be a great defender. But James Harden, to me, was never a one. He doesn't have the commitment on the defensive end, and he's a little bit of a flaky personality. The other thing with great all-time players, Bird, Magic, Shaq, Wade, Duncan, they tend to make others better. Harden 
was great himself rarely made others better. So it's not just about having a superstar. Carmelo was a superstar. Westbrook was a superstar. Harden is a superstar. Neither committed on the defensive end. It's about having the right superstar. All right, I bring in my buddy, Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer, Action Network. I had another winning week. My Blazing Five went three and two, took a lot of dogs. Uh, I find myself this week once again enticed by dogs. And my theory is it took me about eight, nine weeks to figure this out. But I think the top and the bottom of the league are small. And I think there's about 13 to 15 teams that are all based on who's healthier can beat each other all year. Packers, Vikings, a great example. I think Green Bay is as good as anybody in this league. The Vikings may be the 12th best team, but you're at home, you're healthier, and you can beat them. So let me start with this. Um, one of the games I really like this week, Rams plus one and a half at Green Bay. So first of all, the fact that the Packers were able to beat Arizona missing 11 starters and compete with Minnesota when their tight ends out for the year, Aaron Jones is out, their number three receiver, their left tackle. They lost their center in the offseason, their best corner, their best linebacker. And now I get Sean McVay, who's never lost, leading at half with 10 days, seven days of extra practice with OBJ. I've been told they're going to use a lot of stuff beyond 11 personnel. They're going to catch the Packers a little off guard. Aaron Rodgers isn't healthy. I like the Rams plus one and a half, sharper square. Well, a couple of things. First, <clears throat> you went three and two. I went four and one. So I'm wow. trying to figure out which which piece of advice did I give you that you decided you didn't need to take. Otherwise, we could have both been the best betters in America. Well, you talked me out of Dallas, Kansas City for Blazing Five. So I love Dallas. You talked me out of it. Okay. I did a same game parlay for FanDuel, but I didn't put it in my very prestigious Blazing Five. You also talked me into Steelers against the Chargers. So I came in with about four picks I liked. I flipped on that one. So you didn't do any negative. Um, you know, I always bring in eight to nine picks. Yeah. Uh, I come in with usually two to three I really like, and then I can be talked into other things. So you talked me out of two losses. I just want to be helpful. And that that Steelers game, you know, the right side is the winning side, as I always like to say, but man, that one was one where you don't know how you got there. You're just happy to cash the check. As for the Rams, the Rams were the sharp side because this line opened at three and it has moved to Rams minus one, which tells you everything you need to know about how this game started. The one thing I am thinking about, and we've talked about this last week. Remember, we talked about the syndicate last week. I am wary that there is a syndicate out there that is betting down the Rams because they do believe that that is where the public is ultimately going to want to bet and they're going to want to get a better number on the Packers. So I'm a little bit skeptical that the sharp move is really a sharp move in favor of the Rams versus just wanting to get the Packers at home closer to pick. Who do you like? If it's a if it's a closer to pick, if it's Packers minus one, then I like the Packers. All right, fair enough. Um, I like Washington plus two at home against Seattle. Um, sometimes people don't want to admit things, but they're just true. 
And Seattle needs to be in a rebuild. It's a bad secondary. It's a bad O-line. It's a marginal running back crew. They're not dynamic at tight end. Seattle's not good. And they are the fourth place team in their division for a reason. They have an outdated head coach. They've whiffed on several draft picks. They can't get a first round draft pick right. And they gave up too much for Jamal Adams. We are viewing Seattle off 10, 11, 12 win seasons as an elite team. They have to blow this up. They should trade Bobby Wagner, maybe move Dwayne Brown. Washington at home getting points to me is the sharp side, sharper square. Sharp side, 100%. The wise guys are absolutely with you. This has been actually a pretty aggressive move uh, from the professionals uh, in the first 48 hours since the line was posted. Started at Seattle, minus two and a half. Now, uh, you actually, there are some places where you can get Seattle plus one. Um, all the money has been coming in on the Washington football team. And a lot of times you will not see this kind of move. You won't see this kind of reaction from professional bettors um, in which they are betting a team like the Washington football team that had a win as an underdog against a team that had just lost in Seattle. It's a natural spot to fade the Washington football team, fade what you think is going to be the overreaction. But the truth is, is everything you just said. You're seeing a team in Washington that is starting to play better. You know, Taylor Heineke, there was a story about a month ago where the Washington football team was looking like they were struggling and the coaches and Taylor Heineke sat down and they basically said, you're not playing like you. You're playing too conservative. You're playing like you're trying to control a game. You're playing like you're afraid to lose a game instead of winning the game. And since then, He's been much more aggressive. He's been playing more like a backyard type of uh, ball player that he is. The team has overall been playing better. The defense, the front line, even the front four, even without Chase Young, has been playing better. Um, but really, this is about Seattle. Russ, he just doesn't look right. Um, the ball isn't as sharp. The passes are falling at receivers' feet. Uh, this is as much about what's happening on the field than it is about sort of the numbers the bookmakers are posting. The other game I like is Broncos plus one and a half at home against the Chargers. So what we're seeing with the Chargers over the last two years is a quarterback that's Andrew Luck, but not as reckless, who is overcoming last year a really bad O-line. And this year, regrettable special teams and a soft rushing defense is that we have to be honest about what the Chargers are. They're a pretty average team with a rookie coach with a stupendous left tackle and quarterback and some nice weapons. But I think Denver's got a better overall roster, altitude, at home, getting points. This is the play for me. One of my favorite of the week, sharper square. I like the Broncos. This is how sharp you're getting. This is the wise guy's favorite play of the week. To, to the point where Simon Hunter, who's the professional better I co-host the favorites with, he told me in the podcast we recorded today, his phone was blowing up at two o'clock in the morning when lines were first starting to come out uh, East Coast time. Are you betting the Broncos plus two and a half? Are you betting the Broncos plus two and a half? Like he was worried that he wasn't going to get there in time. Um, and it's not just because, you know, the wise guys tend to like short home dogs in these divisional matchups. Uh, it's really because they've been doing what you just described is fading the Chargers for the past couple of weeks. They realized, and we've talked about this, that Ravens game that the Chargers had, uh, that was a telltale sign. And that was a game in which the wise guys came in 
hard on the Ravens. And the reason why I go back a few weeks for a lot of these games, whenever we talk about these games, is because there are pivot points in a season where wise guys tend to understand, okay, this is the line of demarcation. This is when we truly understand what is true about this team and what has been sort of the fad that they've been riding and there's going to be the regression. Going into that game, the Chargers were nearly perfect in third and fourth down conversions. And that's how they were winning those games. That's what made Justin Herbert look like a world beater. That's what made Brandon Staley look so smart. In that game, they crashed back down to earth in the third and fourth down conversions. And then nothing has changed since then. They're the same team that is struggling in those scenarios. And the mediocrity of the roster is catching up to them. We saw all that happen in their late game collapse in that game with the Steelers, which we both had the Steelers plus six. Um, but also their weakness plays to the strength of the Broncos. You mentioned their roster, their running game, two-headed monster in the running game. It's really good. The past three weeks has averaged 120 rushing yards per game. Um, they call a lot of play action. That doesn't play, that plays well against the Chargers secondary. And mostly like Teddy Bridgewater gets the ball out fast, gets it out accurate. The one thing the Chargers have a strength is Joey Bosa. That's mitigated if you've got Teddy Bridgewater who can get rid of the ball so quickly. Also like the Colts plus three, now two and a half on FanDuel against the Buccaneers at home. So here's what's interesting about Tampa. They're really the same team as last year. So last year at this time, they were seven and three, averaging 29.6 points a game and giving up 22. This year, they're seven and three, averaging 30 a game and giving up 22. Their running backs last year were 31st in attempts. Now they're 29th. Uh, last year, their issue was they have a 43-year-old quarterback that's immobile and a shaky secondary. Still the issue. You don't trust their special teams. We think, unlike Kansas City or Arizona or Green Bay, where there is a next level for their offense to go if it's healthy. This is what their offense is with a 44-year-old quarterback, pure pocket quarterback, with a shaky secondary in a passing league that doesn't run the ball. This is what they are. Good at home when Tom's comfortable, average on the road. The Colts, this is the season. They're at home getting points. And I'll, I'll say this about Carson Wentz. Go to his last eight games. A lot of multiple touchdown, no turnover games. I like the Colts here. Sharper square. 100% sharp. This is absolutely the sharp side. The Colts were the public dogs against the Bills, and then they showed out. It was exactly what everyone thought. A lot of people thought it would be. It's why everyone thought that line with the Bills was so off at plus seven, plus seven and a half. But this line right now is as high as it is with the opening at three, and now it's down to two and a half, which also tells you the money is coming in on the Colts. It's because Tom Brady and the Bucks won on Monday Night Football. And they made the, the Giants look more inept than usual. But as you pointed out, the Bucks office was not, the Bucks offense was not that great. It's just the Giants were so bad. They yeah. fired their offensive coordinator less than 24 hours after the game. That is a telltale sign that whatever the Bucks were doing was not nearly as good as the Giants were just playing bad. Now, the Colts, they have one of the best offensive lines in football. They're yep. playing healthy. Healthy, like, and that has been the problem with the Colts in the first five or six weeks of the year. They had this dominant line of scrimmage strategy, not unlike the Patriots, but they didn't have all their weapons. So now they are healthy. That's why you're seeing Jonathan Taylor become the dominant player that he is. And they're playing against at home, like you said, against a team that has really struggled on the road. So, yeah, if I can get a short home dog in this spot with a good team and 
I'm not as sold on Carson Wentz. I still think he's prone to the boneheaded mistake. It just hasn't hurt him the past few weeks. But I do like everything else about this Colts team and this number. This Thanksgiving, FanDuel Sportsbook is thankful for you. That's why they're giving all customers up to $100 bonus on same-game parlays. That's cool. Feast on the NFL all weekend long. Turn little bets into big paydays with same-game parlays. Listen, I like the Cowboys. I think they beat and cover the spread against the Raiders. Amari Cooper has a touchdown. And I think Dak throws for over 250 yards. You get paid in as little as two hours. Unlock your same game parlay bonus today. Log on to FanDuel Sportsbook's app. If your first time doing it, if it's your first time betting with FanDuel, you can do the risk-free bet up to a thousand bucks when you sign up with the promo code Colin exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Always use the promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbookfanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. 
Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of The Colin Cowherd Show. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Okay, um, I know this is not a sexy pick, but the Dolphins in division has a pretty solvable offense. Right. If you see him twice a year, you're New England, you're the Jets, you're Buffalo. But Tua can be more effective, the numbers show, if you don't see them regularly. They're at home getting points against Carolina. Cam's still learning the offense. Now Miami is getting healthier on the perimeter. Now Tua no longer has anything hovering over him. It's his team. Win or lose, it's his team. And unlike Daniel Jones, he's an accurate deliverer, distributor of the football. I think the Dolphins feel like they're as good as they're going to be, but it's good enough to be a home team getting points against a Carolina team that, let's be completely honest about this, um, really good front seven defensively, not necessarily special anywhere else outside of one player, Christian McCaffrey. I like Miami in the point, sharper square. What happened to, I want to enjoy my football. I don't want to bet bad games. I don't want to bet bad teams. I'm not, not saying it's a... One of my favorite bets. I just like the side. Uh, it's like this is this is not dissimilar from, uh, and I'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth here, because the initial sharp side was Carolina. Um, the 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 number dropped. Um, the Panthers opened as four and a half point underdogs. It has now dropped to one and a half. It told you that all the money is coming in on the Panthers. And it's because their defense, you talk about sort of the Dolphins being solvable in division, a little more challenging outside the division. Uh, the Panthers defense, even after losing to the Washington football team, that was really a loss on Cam and his inability to move the ball. Um, th this is about A, the number at four and a half. And it's also one of those overreaction lines that got a little too inflated on the side of the Dolphins because of what you're saying. The Dolphins the last couple of weeks They've been showing out, right? They've been a little bit better. Tua, when you look at his numbers, they're not dink and dunk numbers. He's a little more accurate. He's throwing the ball downfield. Um, the problem is they have zero physical presence when it comes to the running game. And the Panthers will be able to turn them into a one-dimensional team. I do think, again, I said I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth because this is just not a game that I want to invest in. Uh, now that it's closer to one, similar to what I said about the Packers, um, I think you probably take the Dolphins. I think the value in the Panthers is out. All right. I know I'm going all dogs. I have one more dog I want to talk about. I'm not sold dogs, on it yet. But by I the get... way, that's what professionals do. I get grief all the time. All you do is pick dogs, blah, blah, blah. But dogs are the way to go normally because when the public comes in, bookmakers overinflate the games the side of the games where they think the public is going to bet. 
And so that's why you always find value on the underdogs because the bookmakers know the public is going to come in on the more popular teams. So go with the dogs. Do you, man. Don't feel like you have to bet favorites just to even it out. All right. I would take the Titans plus now six on FanDuel. It's the best pass rush Mac Jones will face in a month. And they don't have to blitz to create the pass rush. Tannehill without Derrick Henry is more prone to mistakes. But as I've often said, well-coached, talented teams, often embarrassing losses, virtually bounce back 90% of the time. I think I think New England's overinflated. I think this is an important game for Tennessee with the Colts now coming back. I like the Titans and the point, sharp or square. It's sharp. And I'm sick. I'm sick about it saying it. But sometimes betting means doing bad things. It doesn't mean doing the popular thing. It means doing the right thing. And for the past two weeks, you and I on this show, we faded the Titans. We have said they're overrated. Last week on the show, we said, bet the Texans outright. Bet them on the money line. I hope you did. I did. It's really the the overinflation of the Titans that we were fading. Now is the overinflation of the Patriots that we're fading. And it feels really bad to bet a Titans team that is coming off an outright loss at home to a really bad team in the Texans, um, especially against Bill Belichick, no matter the situation, because when it was Belichick and Brady, those, were def- they, those two were defying the odds in situational play every single week, right? Anytime they, were in a, they are a double-digit favorite on the road, doesn't matter, bet the Patriots. Um, but we now have to consider that with all the bets coming in on New England, um, we have to think about the Titans, as you said, they historically play up to or down to their competition. They lost to the Jets and the Texans this year. They have wins against the Rams, against Kansas City, against the Colts. I mean, it's disgusting, but the Titans are the sharp side. Uh, I've been taking one big favorite every week. The one that attracts me is the Dallas Cowboys minus seven to seven and a half. So when you're not right, you have to play in a short week on the road. It's not a place to get right. Henry Ruggs' loss is now a team that can't push the ball vertically. Last three games, Derek Carr, four touchdowns, four picks. He's not right. Um, they were an inconsistent running team to begin with, with the interim coach. Now they lose half a day of prep going on the road. They've scored 15 points on average the last three games. Dallas will be a little healthier. I would take Dallas and swallow the points. Sharper square. Yeah, it's hard to say that taking seven points or, uh, or laying seven points is uh, the sharp side. Uh, and I can tell you there are professionals who will swallow the seven and just – they will take the Raiders. The Cowboys are the sharp side here. Um, a lot of it is what you said about the Raiders and Derek Carr has not looked right. He was a different quarterback when he had Henry Ruggs. Um, and so this team really has come back down to earth. Now the Cowboys are home. They're on Thanksgiving. We never like to play decent sized favorites that the public loves is the axiom that we live by. Um, but here's a stat. Since 2005, on Thanksgiving, public favorites, public favorites, getting more than 57% of the bets are 24 and 7. So if you're going to play a favorite that is 
that is adored by the public, this is the day to do it. And you give thanks that you finally get to bet a favorite without any guilt. And finally, the game I haven't mentioned that you like and why. Well, there's a couple. Um, I still love the Texans. Uh, I'm going to ride that train. I've loved him ever since Tyrod Taylor came back. We didn't win against the Dolphins. Uh, he was a little bit uh, rusty. Spot on against the uh, Titans. And look, they're hosting the Jets. This game was a two and a half. Uh, he's just a quote quarterback who consistently wins and he puts his team in a position to win. We saw it in the first game of the year. We saw it when he came back against the Titans. The Jets do not have that in any way, shape or form. Most professionals are making the Texans about four point favorites. I'm getting them at two and a half. So I like them here. I also, um, with the news that uh, TJ Watt um, is likely to play, Mike Tomlin saying he expects him to play on Sunday. Um, I like the Steelers at plus four and a half. This defense with him back against a really terrible offensive line, putting uh, Joe Burrow in bad spots, that, that line feels a little bit too high for an uh, intradivision game that should be about three. Chad Millman, have a happy Thanksgiving to you and the fam. You too, my friend. I hope you enjoy. At the Volume Sports YouTube channel, Twitter, Instagram, rate, review, subscribe. We'll talk soon. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to to start listening.